Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast. I'm your co-host, John Alexander Reese. And I'm your co-host, Andrea Carter. And if you did not know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. So how's it going, Andrea? It's going great, John. The weather is phenomenal. It is hot. Not too yes. The humidity has not put on its boxing gloves yet um but it's wonderful to be out have your bottles of water with you so you don't get dehydrated because that sun is hot 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 but um it, you know it's going great it's going fantastic yeah Just, like i said yeah like you said it's really hot out there so folks make sure you stay hydrated make sure you're drinking that water this weather i think this summer we're gonna have a, a lot of brown grass this summer so Oh, yes. Most definitely. So, uh, Andrea, what's the chocolate news of the week? Well, um, it, it's um, it, it's a little a little high. I, I, well, I should say, usually I say, you know, roller coasters are high or low or things like that. It is just dramatic. The chocolate news this week is very dramatic. And I'll say emotionally dramatic in a number of reasons. The first thing is before we um, got on the air to record, um, Cincinnati had a um, drive-by shooting this afternoon near um, Grant Park in Over the Rhine, and um, four people were struck, to, um, including two teens, a 10-year-old, and a, and a man in his 20s. They were all transported to the hospital. It was a drive-by shooting. The police right now are looking for a four-door Hyundai with dark-tinted windows. Um, I thought, you know, drive-by shootings were not being done. I guess they're coming back. Um, I, I just sort of sad that has occurred. Um, but it um, the police chief was out. She said this type of behavior will not be tolerated. These children were out just out walking the street. They were innocent bystanders. You know, normally the shooting occurs in the evening time in over the Rhine. It usually happens in the evening time, not during daylight hours. But then again, school's out. Everybody's free and people don't have stuff to do. Yeah, so, it, um, it's, it's it's just really sad, though. I mean, like, seriously, it's just like I, I don't want to say the 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 hot weather is making people crazy, but that's what it seems like to me. They had at least 59 evidence, evidence markers out and about um, around the crime scene area, picking up the shell casings and everything, um, which is. What's it's kind of sad, you know. I'm I'm I also do work as a violence interrupter. I'm a community engagement specialist, and um, what's kind of sad is that there is a resource event, the community police, the community partnering center, I should say, along with their partner, um, Wesley Chapel Center, are putting on this resource day to encourage um, people to come together and stop the violence in the community and, you know, help raise the kids, give them, um, you know, something to look up to and to try to lessen, you know, what they're experiencing in their day to day. And then they're hosting a youth summit, I think in later on in June or July, they're hosting a youth summit as well to help them choose, choose positiveness and not violence. Um, so just, you know, helping young people find a better way, so to speak. Um, and it's just kind of said this, drive-by shooting occurred today but you know it's hot 
it's the summer and the kids are out of school. So um, I would just say, parents, if you have something positive for your kids to do, have them do that activity. Keep them safe. Um, help them to be aware. Um, and, you know, these kids are just walking down the street. But everyone has to be aware of their environment. And if you notice a car driving by that seems off, get out of the way or hide. You know, that's the best advice I can give right now to be safe. Know your environment to be safe, which is kind of sad. Um, also, another interesting thing that occurred that has come up in the news is um, Jeff Pastor, the former council member, Jeff Pastor, who, you know, was indicted on um, corruption charges, has pled guilty in his case. And he's he's pled guilty to um, honor service wire fraud, wire fraud. Um, he's a, you know, agreed to a plea agreement where um, he pled guilty the, to that one charge. And now they are in um, pre-sentencing investigation that will take about three months and then he will be sentenced. We don't know what he will be sentenced to, you know, but unfortunately this is the one of the lingering cases left over from um uh, a couple of bribery a couple of corruption cases that occurred during the more progressive candidates who served on city council we're still waiting on um former council member eg sittenfield to see what's going to happen he's been fighting his conviction and um i think they'll the appeals court ruled that his they upheld his conviction so i don't know if he's going to move it on up to the state supreme court or that he's just going to accept the fact that he's convicted and he's going to be sentenced. So we will see what happens in his case as well. So um, we definitely will keep everybody up to date on that. I would say the next thing, speaking of crime, you know, we don't talk enough about Africa and we probably should do more about that. Um, our black brothers and sisters over across the pond, so to speak. But wonder what the Uganda president is thinking when he signed into law a tough new anti-gay legislation um, supported by many in in the country um but it, it widely it's been widely condemned by by rights activists and others abroad and basically it criminalizes those who identify as LB LGBTQ um which basically, you know, people don't choose to be gay. They are gay because it's their nature and it's natural. You know, not everyone likes that type of life lifestyle, but you know what? They're wonderful people. They have a right to be seen and heard, not be criminalized for behavior that goes against society. Um, I just feel sorry for the Ugandan residents who are gay. Um, they should not be victimized for how they are. And, you know, it just makes them have to hide and act differently than what their natural their natural character is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just think this is like just so backwards. It's it's a shame, really. It is. It's like, and this is just what, like political theater, would you call it? It's like, what? why are you targeting these this group of people like why it's like what is this going to accomplish i just i just don't understand it it's just, I don't, it's I'm, insane 
It's insane. And basically it's people who are convicted of aggravated homosexuality could either be put to death for this, or they can face up to 14 years in prison. Mm. And I don't understand that. You know, I just don't. The parliamentary speaker, Anita Among, said in a statement that um, the president had answered the cries of the people by signing this bill. And then it just said, with a lot of humility, I thank my colleagues, the members of parliament, for withstanding all the pressure from the bullies and doomsday conspiracy theorists in the interest of our country. Mm. Really? Conspiracy theorists over homosexuality? But homosexuality was already illegal in Uganda. They just made it criminal now, which um, is sad. I will say this, the U.S. has warned Uganda that there will be economic consequences for the legislation. And um, Amnesty International described it as draconian and overly broad. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen because I think the Ugandan people blame the gay people for, or I should say, Ugandan people blame LGBTQ folks for the HIV that's in the country. Mm. And because of um, of this act, the Anti-Homosexuality Act of 2023 will obstruct the health education and the outreach that can help in AIDS as a public health threat. And so they just think that if they can just criminalize the act, that'll make everybody stop, AIDS, HIV will go away. Mm. It's just a shame. It's a shame. I'm yeah. I'm it angers me as a daughter of, of of a parent who lives an alternative lifestyle. You know what? Everyone has a right to be who they are and live the way they are. Yeah. And exactly. It doesn't change who you love, what they do, they're wonderful people, blah, blah, blah. You know, this just angers me. <laughs> Excuse me. And it just angers me that there are a lot of people in the world who don't like this lifestyle. I mean, they're bullies targeting target because they sell pride paraphernalia every year and this year someone went into a target and started trashing the stuff and you know in and threatening the workers who work at target because of the because of the pride items that they sell the target has pulled back a few items um that were questionable they're still going to sell prides Pride items, but they're going to limit them, which is, I think, is sad. It really uh, is. But I mean, people should be proud of who they are. People should be um, um, mindful of what they say and do. But you know, everyone is different for a reason. If we all act the same and be the same, this will be a boring world. Exactly. Who wants boring? I like adventure. Exactly. I like fun. So, but enough about Uganda. I would say also there another sad event. I know everyone, a lot of people enjoy their Memorial Day weekend. Um, I know I did. And oh, yeah, I traveled. Me too. Um, and, you know, I traveled up to Chicago, had a great time hanging out with friends. And, but it's unfortunate to hear that there were several serious car crashes back here in Cincinnati over the weekend especially one car crash 
um, that killed an 18-year-old young lady. Um, she, I don't know how fast she was going, but her car struck a pole and split it down the middle, which that's not good. No, um, not good at all. I, I, I just, um, from what I understand, she didn't just hit one utility pole. She hit several utility poles. Oh, yes. Well, um, you know, it, 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 two, two of them are dead now it, because the second one just passed away. Mm. So it just that makes it even sadder. It does because she, you know, her parents won't be able to marry her off or have grandchildren, see their grandchildren or anything else with her. Her life was cut short because she, I don't know if she was speeding, but she split two poles in half. That's a, that's kind of hard to do. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. You know, I was going past Norwood yesterday and I saw that there was already a memorial um, for the uh, recently deceased. And I'm just like, it's just so senseless. It's like, this really didn't even need to happen. But, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, just really sad. There are a lot of people who are taking chances driving that you have to be more a defensive driver nowadays. And, you know, um, I know on the highway, I was keeping a safe distance in between cars because we were at some point we we're stopping and starting, stopping and starting. And people just, you know, you know how people want to move and move her in into your spot space that you're leaving. Yeah. And, you know, but that gap saves lives because I've had to hit the brake a couple of times. Luckily, I had that gap. So I didn't crash into anybody. Right. Um, you just have to be more defensive and, you know, be aware of who's around you driving, though I did see some cool motorbikes on the road. Um, you just have to be aware of who's who's riding beside you, you know, who who was in what car and things like that. And just don't. You know, I, for one, love to feel the need for speed. That's the reason why I drive a Mazda 3 Sport. Um, but at the same time, you have to drive responsible. And speed where you're supposed to speed on the highway, not on the side streets or the main roads. Because at the end of the day, it does you a disservice. Yeah. And that's my safety driving comment for the day. Yeah. So, so the last but not least... On the Cincinnati Herald website, we have put up a number of stories about the debt ceiling. And, you know, we're waiting on the final vote tonight at 8.30. Um, it's going to happen. Um, we have a number of stories that talk about um, how Biden and McCarthy struck the deal, what they lost, what they didn't lose. I mean, how they're going to require people to work for, for is it Social Security? I believe it is. Um, uh, yeah, and, and, a, but, and a, a number of other things, too. Yeah, and I mean, but it's a small window of people between the ages of, I think, early 40s to early 50s is like a 10-year ten year gap. And then certain people are exempt from this workforce, uh, from this work requirement. But still, um, there's um, the student loan pause is going to stop, I think, at the end of June. Um, even though we're waiting on a Supreme Court decision about that. The Dems didn't get a lot of stuff, but the Republicans didn't get a lot either. Though they did take away from the IRS about going after, you know, the 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 rich who are not paying their bills, not paying their taxes. 
Um, they took money away from that effort, which I thought was wrong. But, you know, when you're in a presidential election and you need all the money you can get, you don't want the tax. You don't want those donors being upset with you because of taxes. So, but we, we have a couple of um, articles of um, one, there's a new group called No Labels. And part of this group is um, former national is um, Joe Lieberman and Larry Hogan. And then Dr. Benjamin Chavis, who's president of the National Newspaper Publishers Association. And they support the debt deal. And they're gonna be coming together to emphasize people to vote, um, support the number of different legislation and things like that. And then also Vice President Harris gave um, an exclusive talk about the debt ceiling and what will be accomplished with the debt ceiling and what she's gonna make sure that um, is going to be accomplished going forward um, with this deal and how to help small business owners and um, and the voters. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Um, and there's other breaking news surrounding Donald Trump, um, a couple of politicians who um, either um, are about to put their hat in the ring for the, the 2024 Republican primary election um, allegedly, from what we understand, Chris Christie is going to join the group and Mike Pence is going to throw his hat in the ring as well. So, but so far, people are still picking Donald Trump in the polls. No one else has made a dent in his numbers, not even yeah. DeSantis, even though he's running a distant, in a very, say, distant, very distant second to Trump. But Disney, his war with Disney has hurt him. And then everyone else is just kind of like, eh. They barely even get one, two percent. Um, mm. So, I mean, Christie, he ran last time. He didn't poll very well. And Mike Pence, well, we'll just say it's Mike Pence. We'll just yeah, it's, it's, it's so, Mike Pence. Exactly. It's, it's Mike um, Pence. Also, can I say that I'm kind of a little excited to see what kind of nicknames Trump is going to uh, give his opponents. I, I, just, I know that's kind of awful of me, but I'm just kind of <laughs> curious. That's all. Well, you know, he does know how to denigrate well. Yeah. Um, I, I will give you that. He, he He's very good at throwing shade to his competitors, um, which I think is um, it's very interesting that he he always finds the right way to just just twist that in, just grind that nerve, just, just grate on it as much as possible. Mm, and yeah. that is all the chocolate news for today. All right. Well, thank you, Andrea, very much. And uh, that's it for today's show. And I want to thank Andrea again for all the chocolate news. It's always greatly appreciated. Oh, it was my pleasure. It's, it's um, we'll just see what, what, what next week brings. Yeah, it should be an interesting week next week. Let's let's hope it is. Um, and folks, you can find more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thecincinnatiherald.com, the Sesh newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. In addition, the Cincinnati Herald is now looking for news distribution and delivery agents. Please contact our publisher, Walter White, at 513-680-7076 for more information. 
And in addition, don't forget to sign up for Owning It, a free home ownership webinar. It's on Saturday, June the 17th from noon to 1.30. The link is up on our website and it's all over social media. I've been to several of these folks and they are a good time. Um, if you're looking to buy a home, it's definitely this is definitely a home ownership webinar you should not miss. And plus, did I mention it's free? Yeah, it's free. So definitely check it out. I'm John Alexander Reese. And I'm Andrea Carter. And have a good day.